Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of FTU Life After the Military. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez. This is Thanksgiving weekend, so I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Hope everybody was able to spend time with their families and relax a little bit and just enjoy some downtime, right? Um, because it's important. It's important that we take some time just to decompress and not think about anything and just relax, Right. So today's uh, show, what do I want to talk about? Well, there's a few things, right? Um, one, I don't know if um, the first thing I want to talk about is real, real estate investing, right? I don't know if anybody's uh, listened to the previous episode I did with Enrique, but he was talking about how when he left the military, he knew that he did not want to, he, didn't, he did not want a traditional job. He did not want a boss. He wanted to be his own boss. Well, Enrique's pursuing that and I wish him, you know, I know he's going to succeed. I know he's going to win because that's who Enrique is. He's a winner. Um, he has a plan and he's going to, you know, execute it. He'll, he's going to make it happen, right? Well, I also know that, uh, mentioned multiple, multiple times that I am constructively lazy, right? What does that mean? That means I want to make money and put the least amount of effort into it. Right into making uh, as much money as I possibly can uh, legally. Right, you know I don't want to be out there selling drugs or being a coyote smuggling people across the border, doing anything like that. Not saying I'm opposed to that. I'm just saying that requires a lot of work and a lot of planning. So it's probably not for me. Um. So for me, I went on to um, LinkedIn, right, and. Uh, I started following Enrique, um, Enrique Hernandez. If you're interested, you can go on there and you can check him out. And, um, you know, he'll, he posts things regularly and you can follow what he's doing, uh, for this commercial investing. Well, there's also other people on there, right. That do this stuff. And so just let me go down and just mention a couple of, of um, um, the first, um, young lady that I follow on there. Her name is Vessi. I'm going to spell her last name. It's K-A-P-O-U-L-I-A-N. And she also um, just has information on commercial investing. Um, let me double check this. Uh, the second guy I have on here. Um, his first name is Vlad, B-L-A-D, like Vlad the Impaler. But he's not Dracula, so don't you don't have to worry about that. And his last name is spelled A R A. K-C-H-E-Y-E-V. Um, they just give advice on how to invest, right? Um, put your money to work. Um, you don't have to go out and buy these uh, um, commercial uh, real estate. You can find people, other people, and pool the money. You guys can pull your money together and invest and let somebody else do the heavy working. And then once the um, property sold, then you get your pot, part of the, uh, the profits, right? And that's what I'm looking to do. Um, right. I've uh, put a little bit of money into stocks. I have my 401k going on. Um, I have some CDs and some bonds. And now I want to uh, venture into some commercial real estate. I, you know, I was told, well, why don't you use that second home as an Airbnb? That requires too much time for me. And I don't want to worry about checking on the house or doing anything that requires doing maintenance on a home or anything like that. So for me, that's not an option. I, I want the least amount of effort and the maximum amount of return on my money. 
And that's why I like the stock market. I'm not very smart. I take very, um, I don't take very many risks. I think the biggest risk I take take is with Tesla because who knows what that net house is going to say. And uh, his stock bounces up and down. Like, I mean, it's just un- unbelievable how much that stock goes up and down every week. Um, right. So, again, for me, uh, commercial investing, if you can get into it, go right ahead. It's it's an option for you. Um, there's this uh, webinar coming up tomorrow. So, and today's date is November 26th. So, it'll be Monday, November 27th. And uh, if you go on to um, LinkedIn and check out Brian Briscoe, B-R-I-A-N-B-R-I-S-C-O-E, this is the guy who's going to give a, a just a presentation on commercial investing. I signed up because, you know, you can never have too much information. I've never heard anybody say, well, I just, you know, I just have too much knowledge. I don't know what to do with it. I've never heard anybody say that. Um, so that's going to lead me into my second um, topic, right? So uh, as I said last week, I went down to Alabama to visit, you know, my, my daughter for um, – for Thanksgiving, because it's the first Thanksgiving where she didn't come home and she was out there and I didn't want her to be alone. So we went out there and for everybody who was working, people that were working on Thanksgiving, thank you very much. The people that were working at Embassy Suites, thank you. Thank you very much um, for taking that time um, working at the restaurant. So my daughter and I had some place to eat. I know that was a hard time for everybody. Um, I was telling my daughter that when we were younger, when I was younger. I worked in the factory, TDK Electronics, and I would volunteer to work on Thanksgiving because I got paid time and a half. I was getting paid $8 an hour. So for me to make that extra $4 an hour uh, was awesome. It was an eight-hour shift, so what did I make? 32 bucks, right? But I missed eight hours of time with my family. At at the time, I didn't realize it. um, Those extra $32 that day's pay just wasn't worth it. I should have spent the day with my family. Um, but now I'm older, so at least I was able to pass on that information to my daughter and explain to her, you know, these people are working, so we should be appreciative. And, you know, the young man, Jeremy, thank you very much. He was very, very nice, very talkative, made, made us feel at home and um, left him a nice, big, fat tip. Uh, so, again, thank you very much. Um but getting back to the original point of this um, this topic, right? Um, I was reading online. I was reading an article, talk, people talking about how um, the college degree isn't worth what it used to be. And um, you have to understand these articles that are written, they're, they're not um, research papers. They're just people um, stating their opinion and then trying to send it out as, you know, a research paper. And that's not the case. Um but there is some validity into their uh, into the points that they were trying to make, right? College isn't for everyone, right? You, you have to understand. At the end of the the podcast, I always state that you should identify what makes you special, right? That not to say that you have some sort of superpower. You're you're not a professor X and you can read somebody's mind, right? You're not um, the world's strongest man. You're nothing like that. But maybe you have something that you're good at right like i said i'm i'm a nerd right i'm pretty good at learning um i'll never be the best at anything i do but i'm typically a b a b across the board 
whatever I do, I'm going to be a B somewhere in eh, 84, 86, right there, right, right, right in the middle. Um, not everybody's like that. Some people have a difficult time sitting in class and learning in, in a school environment. Some people are hands-on, right? Like I said, I was a mechanical engineer major and I did three years of it. What I realized is I hate working with my hands. It's not that I can't, I just did not want to design machines. And I had no desire to do that nonsense, none whatsoever. So I didn't, right? Drew says this as well, right? He says that, well, you should invest in a trade school, you know, go be a trader, you know, learn a trade. It's like, okay, yeah. If something, somebody has the intellect to be a nuclear physicist and they have the desire to be a nuclear physicist, then that person should be a nuclear physicist. They should not, like... Well, you know what? I'm going to go be a plumber because, you know, so-and-so said I should learn a trade. No. Identify what your strength is and then go pursue a career in that strength, right? Um, I'm five foot seven. I am not very agile. I cannot jump. My hand-eye coordination is horrible. So you know what? I'm not going to try to be a basketball player because it's not going to work out. It's all right. Um but again, I'm a nerd, right? In this data analytics program, right? They were, had this thing where we were part, being part of the program. I had to work in groups and I, you know, had to, uh, I had access to their um, work employment center. And uh, what else? I forgot. There was something else. Uh, but it was crap that I didn't want or need. And so I spoke to them, right? It's like, look, I don't, I don't need your help to find a job. I could find a job on my own. It's like, I don't want to work in your group because no offense, but the first day that we had to like do group work, um, the group that I was in, a moron, middle-aged guy, probably about my age, but of course, you know, evidently used to being in charge. I guess he's, I don't know, the team, he was a team lead at Subway, right? I don't know. I don't know what this guy did. Wasn't impressed. But we're talking about something, right? And basically, basically, if you were a male Caucasian, he listened to your idea. But if you were not, well, and he was polite about it. I'll give this to him. He was like, oh, well, you know, uh, that's, you know, probably not the route that we want to take right now. Which, again, I don't know why I would listen to him. Like, you're this, it's a group. Nobody appointed you boss. You're not the leader. Um, you want to know how I know that? Because I'm telling you straight to your face, you are not the leader. Um, so for me, I, I had to leave that portion of it, right? Um, because that was wearing on me. I didn't sign up to have confrontations with people. I signed up so I could learn a skill, right? I just want to learn how to program Python, JavaScript, and uh, what the hell am I doing right now? whatever this last one is and uh, you know, then learn how to use Tableau. That's it. That's all I wanted to do. And so that's what I'm doing. Now people are going to say, well, college is too expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. It's crazy expensive, but there are ways to um, pay for college, right? Like if you're young and you're able, you should probably, I state your name, 
sign up for the military, right? You sign up for National Guard, sign up for the reserves. You don't have to go active duty and, you know, waste two, three, four years of your life. And if you do, then I recommend you only do two, three, four years of your life and get out because now you can't get the pension anymore. So why stay 20 years? And some people say, well, you know, that these people might like it. Well, you know what? I like sitting around eating donuts and drinking Diet Cokes. I, I don't think that's going to be, you know, help me out in the long run. And doing 20 years in the military probably isn't going to help you out in the long run if you don't get a pension. The reason why I'm saying this is because you're going to break down your body. So if you wanted to be a, I don't know, secret service agent, by the time you get out, you're probably not going to be able to do that because your body's broken down. Even if they'll give you a waiver for your age, your body will just be broken down and you can't do it anymore. You say, well, I want to be a contractor and go work overseas. Well, you know what? That sounds great, but your body just can't do it. You can't go, right? You have to find something else to do. So if you decide to do join the military so you can pay for college and you want to be active duty, then do two, three, four years and get out. I would recommend two or three. If you do three, you can have a bigger option of what you want to do. If you give, you select two, um, your options are limited. So two to three and then get out, move on and go live your life. All right. Because yes, not everybody should go to college. With that being said, the idea that we're um, telling people that if you go out there and you hustle and you can make it, look, not everybody can be an influencer on um, Instagram, right? You, you just can't, right? Like I know people are out there thinking like they're going to be the next, uh, you know, Jen Seltzer or whatever her name is, right? <laughs> Getting paid big bucks to do um, exercise workouts. It's like you, you're not, right? And if you're a dude, you're definitely not. Like, <laughs> no offense, but nobody's going to pay a dude to uh, be a... a influencer maybe they will i don't know there are a bunch of freaks out there so who knows who's who's willing to pay right but my point is that it's a lot harder if you hustle you need to have a skill you need to have some sort of piece of paper that says that you can do something whether that's a certification if you go learn a trade right again brandon was on here and brandon's a smart guy and he just said he wanted to go drive trucks so he signed up for that um program and Fayetteville Community College did the course. He graduated. Now he has a certificate says that he can drive, right? He can drive big rigs. That's my point. doesn't matter what you do. You just have to have a piece of paper that says that you're capable of doing it. That's it, right? And people will say, well, you know, you did 20 years in the military. So what, dude? <laughs> so doing 20 years in the military is not that hard. It isn't. All right. So that's my whole point, right? My daughter, she's out there. She's working. She's doing her um, internship. And I'm hoping that by doing this, she realizes that maybe we should go into business together and open up our little Caesars pizzerias. I want to open up about four or five and she could run them all and just give me some money so I can buy lattes, right? That's all I care about. Maybe a 24-ounce Diet Coke. I don't know. Go crazy. Well... That leads me into, right? So, of course, I always had to harp on the military, right? So, these last two things are, let's see. I don't know if you saw this, but there was this young man. I, I signed up for the military times because I like to just, I had signed up for it while I was in the military and I haven't canceled it yet. So, get these articles daily, right? There's this one man who was leaving the 82nd Airborne Division. 
and they charged him for his TA-50. For those of you who don't know what TA-50 is, that's just your military equipment, right? So evidently, he was part of a unit from the 82nd who went out to Afghanistan when it was time to that mad dash to get everybody out, right? So he went out there. And evidently, and he was on one of the last few aircraft that, that were leaving, and they just didn't have the room for all that equipment. So he was ordered to leave his equipment back, right? Just leave it there. His whole unit was told, leave your equipment, bring your weapon. I don't know what they were allowed to bring. I'm assuming they were told, bring your weapons, right? I'm hoping they were told, bring your weapons and bring your ammo. So they left all their T-850, right? And he was clearing, he was getting out. It was time for him to ETS. He had did his time, he was getting out. Well, um, his company commander, evidently, or battalion commander, never uh, just did the paperwork to fill lost the equipment for all those guys. So they were charged. He had to pay for all of that equipment. That was $1,000 in equipment. And he was upset. And, of course, like everybody does now, you get on social media, right? Get on TikTok and Instagram or whatever else. And he started complaining. And he had a very good right to complain. My thing is... He was complaining about Joe Biden. Right? He was complaining about Joe Biden and how screwed up um, the United States is. And it was a joke that we left Afghanistan. And, you know, it's all Biden's fault. My dissertation topic is a comparative analysis of the United States, United Kingdom, and Colombia on the reasons why veterans turn to extremist groups. This young man is right for the picking for extremist groups. He has every right to say that he's upset, but he's say what you want about Afghanistan, right? About withdrawing and how that went down. My opinion on Afghanistan is we shouldn't have been there because in all honesty, who gives two shits about Afghanistan? Who gives two shits about the Middle East? Who gives two shits about anywhere except for America? And that's my opinion. I mean, I don't care. I don't care what happens to Afghanistan. I am sorry that we lost brothers and sisters, fellow Americans who were there. But that's it. The Afghani people, you're on your own, homes. Um, Va con Dios, right? Good luck. Um, the United States, we are not the world police. That's not our job. We're not out there to save everybody on this planet, right? And if we gave up the charade of pretending to care about everyone, maybe life would be easier for us because we wouldn't feel like we would have to go out there and put our sons, our daughters, our brothers, or sisters, our husbands, and our wives in danger. For what? For the rest of because the rest of the world can't get their crack together. It's not a problem. Plus, I don't know if you guys realize this, but the rest of the world hates us. They hate us because they ate us, right? And that's just the honest truth. Anybody who says different is just lying. Um, so that's my opinion on Afghanistan, right? But with this young man, he is placing his anger at Joe Biden. If you want to place at Joe Biden, go ahead. I, I don't care. But what you should be doing is you should be placing your anger at your first sergeant, at your company commander, at your sergeant major, and at your battalion commander, 
Your Brigade Sergeant Major, your Brigade Commander, Division Sergeant Major, and Division Commander. Because I will tell you right now that none of those people are leaders. They're all stooges. They're all just task managers, right? They're basically the equivalent of the management system at a Walmart. That's it. That's all they do. There's no originality. They're unable to think outside the box. And they're unwilling to accept responsibility for anything, right? Because I haven't heard one person from the 82nd come out and say, hey, you know what? We made a mistake. We're going to take care of this, right? Nope. They're just going to keep their mouth shut and run and hide, right? Because they're a bunch of bitches. So to this young specialist, I'm sorry that you had to um, pay for your stuff. If you reach out to me at AR and Tony Rodriguez 98 at gmail.com, or if you go on my YouTube page, um, it's FTU Life After the Military, and you'll know it's my page because it'll have my ugly face on there. And, uh, you know, just let me know and we'll see if we can help you out, buddy. Maybe we can start the little bit of a network I have. Maybe we can find some way to reimburse you through the veterans fund. I don't know. We'll start some sort of fund for you, buddy. Right. But again, just be careful because right now you're ripe for the picking buddy. And Joe Biden, no offense, but I, I, I don't even think he knows where he is. Right. Again, president of the United States, not important anymore. History has shown president is a figurehead. Might as well be the equivalent of the queen of England. Well, now the king of England. Right, you just bring them out way away. Hey, hello, hola, or whatever, right? Whatever language you want to use. Um, but they really don't do anything. So I would take that anger and I would place it right on your company commander, right? Because when things go wrong, he's quick to criticize you. He's quick to throw out those Article 15s, right? But when he makes a mistake, oh, well, I mean, you know, you have to be an adult. Make it happen, Sergeant. Right. That's all you're going to hear from him. It's going to be, he's going to talk a lot. He's going to talk for 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes to try to wear you out and just bore you. So you'll just want to get the hell out of his office and just so he can escape the responsibility of how, of how he failed you. So again, and I know people are going to say, wow, you know, you're pretty rough on officers. Why? Because I'm telling the truth because I'm giving my opinion. This is what people don't understand. I no longer have to explain myself, right? This is my opinion. And if you don't like it, it's too bad, right? So this leads me to my last thing. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I went to Best Buy a few weeks ago and I was uh, approached by an African-American lady and a white guy. I had a couple and the lady asked me if I spoke English, which, you know, we're in Fayetteville, right outside of Fort Bragg, Fort Liberty, whatever you want to call it. Um, The home of the All-Americans, right? And I have somebody asking me if I speak English. It's like, well, what the hell language do you think I speak, you buffoon, right? And then she asked me if I worked there. Of course, right? Because the little wetback can't get any job other than working at a Best Buy. And then, you know, she runs away. And so I'm in there and her husband approaches me, or boyfriend, whoever he was, and he asked me, um, demanding that I help him immediately because he doesn't have a lot of time and he has to find a gift for someone and he needs a controller for his PS5 and I need to hurry. So I had to tell that buffoon to get the F out of my face before I punched him out. Right. 
and I'm trying not to be so rude um, because I, you know, try to remember the advice on my granddaughter and my daughter have given me, you know, just be nice. It's very hard. It's hard, a lot harder than I thought it would be. Right. So I went to Alabama and uh, I drove out to Bucky's, which is about like uh, 15 minutes away from the airport in the opposite direction. So I could pick up uh, some banana pudding that my daughter likes from there. Right. And as I'm there, this uh, young girl walks by, an Arab girl, and she hands me a card that has some sort of message on there asking for money, a donation. And uh, that put me on high alert. Uh, my anxiety kicked in. I felt like I was back in uh, Iraq. I am surrounded by a bunch of people. I have an Arab person coming up to me, and I wanted to just start throwing punches. And unfortunately, I did not, right? So the young lady starts talking to me and she gives me some sob story of how she's out of money and she's not asking for money, but she just needs to buy some clothes for her, her child. Right. So it's Thanksgiving. Um, I just flew to Birmingham, right? Have my rental car. I'm going to be there for four days. Life's pretty good for me. I can afford to buy a few clothes for her kid. Now, is she lying? I don't know. Everything in me says this bullshit. She's lying. They're setting me up. They're going to try to rob me. Right. It was just her. And as we're paying, she's trying to um, make small talk. Her English, I don't know. Um, anyway, she says, uh, she asked me, where are you from? And, uh, you know, I'm still on high high alert, right? So it's difficult making small talk when I'm like that. And so I tell her, it's like, I'm from out of state. And she says, yes, yes, I know. But where are you from? You do not look American. I do not look American. Awesome. It's like, you do not look like you are from here. You do not look American. Awesome. It's like, what What the hell does that? And so I just turned to her again and I said, I am from out of state. And so she says, oh, you look, um, you, I, I would think that you are not from here because you look Spanish. And she was speaking just like that, right? She's like, you look Spanish. Like, I had to stop and think. It's like, did this young lady just call me wet back straight to my face? It's like, well, at least she had the nerve to say it straight to my face, right? Um, the point is that the military and the time that I spent in the military, I enjoyed it. I met some good people. Um, I had some good things. I had some bad things happen while I was in. One of the bad things is being deployed and being blown up and being shot at. And now when I'm in crowds, I'm in high alert. And this sounds... Um, racist or prejudice you can say what it is but when i'm in crowds and Arab people come up to me i if i don't know them i get really on edge and i was on edge and so i am a work in progress just like everybody else and i'm trying to be the best that i can it takes time it takes effort it's not going to happen overnight i just want everybody out there if you're listening to this to know that uh, we all have slip-ups we all make mistakes. We're all human. And I did the best I could. I helped the young lady out. Um, I waited for her to leave because I still thought I was going to be, um, they were trying to jack me. And she had a, like her version of SEAL, SEAL Team 6 outside waiting to jack me. Um, she did not. And so I was able to do a nice, a kind deed, a good deed, <laughs> and probably the most inefficient, meanest way possible, if that makes any sense. 
but again, just trying to do the best I can. All right. So it's the holidays. Just try to relax. If you can help people, help people. Don't help people if it's going to, you know, push you over the edge. Um, check in on people uh, because it's the holidays. And I know for veterans, this is probably one of the roughest times of the year. Okay. So if you didn't watch that Alabama game, it's like, I got to admit it was, I didn't think they were going to pull it out. And, you know, this might be the team of destiny. I don't know. We'll see next week. Um, but that was a miracle win and I'll take it right. Um, Roll Tide. Uh, so for all of you out there, um, I hope to see you on the Zoom meeting tomorrow for this commercial investing. I'm making no money out of it. This is just an opportunity. So you guys have some information. Sign up or don't. It's up to you. Uh, again, you have something that makes you special. You have something that makes you unique. Identify what it is. Um, maximize it to its fullest potential. And I know you'll be successful. I know you'll be a winner because you already are. All right, so until next time, zot, 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 and roll tide.